Hey, my friends, it's Kevin here today. And I want to talk to you about what to do when a client or prospect comes to you looking for uh, like a reference, someone to talk to that you've worked with in the past. And, um, and then should you provide that reference? Should you introduce them to one of your past clients or not? Now, look, you know, the first thing I should say is that when someone asks for a reference, there's nothing wrong with them. That doesn't mean necessarily that they're a bad client or that, you know, uh, that they're being really picky, even though it kind of is sort of language that they may ask in a kind of a job interview style engagement. Uh, typically at this point, I always bring a few references. I always have a few people that I would introduce to clients or prospects rather if they were say in the buying cycle. And I would mention that I'm happy to make introductions to people who, uh, have, uh, who are looking, you know, who would, who tell you what it's like to work with me. Um, but if clients are asking for that, sorry, if prospects are asking for that, then it might just be that you haven't built up enough trust, uh, in the front end. Or it may be indicative of the fact that maybe maybe the, uh, they're not the best clients either. Now, I've had both situations happen. In one case, um, uh, the client ended up, you know, they're de- demonstrating red flags. It ended up not causing me any financial difficulty because basically they just waffled. They were very uncertain and didn't really have a lot of confidence in, in the decisions they were making, which means projects took a lot longer and a few other things. But I bill by the month, so it didn't really matter to me. But... Uh, it just meant that the results were going to take a lot longer. So there was a bit, a few red flags in terms of more, you know them being a little needier, needing a little more handholding and that sort of thing. And one of the ways that that manifested, it just so happens in retrospect, uh, was by asking about references uh, early on in the sales process. And then I did introduce them, and they went on to talk to a few people, and then obviously I got glowing reviews. Uh, now you know, the, so there is sort of a red flag factor that I'm not officially saying is a thing. And a lot of good, reputable clients may also ask for reference checks and that's totally fine and you should be willing to share them. But it kind of, you know, so all that aside is like the, uh, the less logical side of me says, watch out for that because that could be a sign of something later on. Uh, but, but really the more important thing is what level of trust are you not able to build on the front end such that they have to speak with past clients? Like I've personally never, uh, interviewed past, um, past clients of the suppliers that I've hired. I try to be an excellent, uh, client to my, to the consultants or people that I work with. Um, you know, and it, and usually generally speaking, uh, I trust them enough when I'm ready to hire them and I don't need to go and talk to a bunch of their past clients to get that sense. Now, that being said, your clients may not know, or your prospects may not know, uh, whether they, like how to even assess whether you're good or not which goes back to the need to say specialize and have, you know, demonstrable social proof, things like case studies, things like client logos, things like client testimonials, you know, um, tons of content where you're sharing your ideas and strategies, um, you know, trying to be everywhere. So like in the coworking industry, I've done webinars for all the software companies, all the conferences, you know, I'm kind of in deep in that network. So I've got a lot of background and credibility to, to rely on, but every so often someone will come along and still ask for a reference of some kind and I'm happy to provide it. Now, usually what I'll say is if you think you're going to go forward with me together and it looks like, uh, it looks like, you know, we're going to be a fit after we've had a few conversations, I'm more than happy to make a reference so you can just, you know, cross a few T's and dot a few I's and understand in a little more depth, some of the nuance of what it's like to work with me. Uh, but usually I won't out of respect for that past client. I'm not going to just, you know, have you start there. I think it's better that we have a discussion and really assess your needs and your goals and, and figure out whether we can get you there reasonably speaking or not. 
Uh, and then if, you know, if we think there's a mutual fit, I'll make an introduction to two or three different people and you can chat with them and see, um, see what we think and see if you can kind of get a little more insight into what it's like to work with me. Cause you know, it's, I, I do run a little bit of a different business. I'm not your standard consultant and you know, it's good to know, wow, some of the pros and cons of doing that. So I'm more than happy to do that. And that's always worked out really well. So, uh, if someone comes to you and asks you for a reference, it's not necessarily a red flag more often than not, it's probably not a red flag, but what it probably means is that there might be some more, um, you may need to demonstrate at a more deep level how credible you are on the front end, uh, or, and, or ideally you have things like a podcast or an email list or some other thing that nurtures leads so that by the time they come to you, they're a little more warmed up and it's not the first time they're considering hiring you. Um, cause they heard about you from someone or they found you randomly on the internet. So uh, yeah, that all that is to say is that, you know, doing your marketing, having a podcast, having an email list that, that gets used quite often, um, producing content, being specialized in a niche or a niche, you know, is going to be really helpful. Having a lot of logos or client logos, testimonials, case studies, that's all going to help. Uh, so really it's about building trust on the front end so that by the time they come to you, they don't even need reference checks because you just look so good on paper. And I think that looking good on paper thing is a really big factor. Um, so just to take a, a quick, real quick tangent, you know, I'm introducing a client to someone that I met who specializes in Zapier integrations, uh, helping them get, get some things piping into their CRM. And, uh, when I made the reference or referral, um, I gave them the email and I showed them the website and everything about that email talked about how all they do is specialize in the one thing that they needed them to do, which is Zapier integrations as it, hand, as it happens to be. So looking good on paper really, really matters. And, you know, um, when the stakes are high, you need to look really, really good on paper. Uh, and you know, uh, and just sort of, it's, I think it's good generally to be proactive and tell clients before they even ask you that you're willing to provide reference checks. Uh, if that helps, you know, as the relationship gets warmed up, if they seem like they're not sure. Um, and just to be mindful that, you know, it could be a red flag, but it's probably not. And, and, uh, and really just, uh, be willing to kind of provide that level of, um, assurance if they're looking for it, but also just making sure you look it on paper first so that the question doesn't even come up or they don't take you up on the offer. Um, but it is a common thing and it is a normal thing. Uh, another time I'll talk about red flags. Usually when you see one or two, there's, there's a bunch of them like roaches. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about that at some other point, but yeah, asking for referrals is not, uh, our references is not a, um, a red flag necessarily. It can be, but it's not, uh, most times. And, uh, yeah, it's totally cool to do that. Um, obviously you want to pick clients that you've done good results for and that are representative of, of the kind of client work you want to take on. Uh, and then when that's done, you know, going back and thanking your client for, for making that reference and meaning it genuine, genuinely, you know, I had one client that I think did like three or four or five different references or three different references. Maybe I don't remember the number, but it was enough and referrals. They, they referred so much work to me over the years, um, that I went back and I got them like one of those, uh, uh, I don't know if it was, it wasn't whoop. It was like one of those rings that, that measures your it was aura. There you go. Uh, aura rings and, uh, measures, you know, who's really into health and stuff. So going back and really just to anybody who, who gives you uh, a reference, just going back and thanking them. You don't need to do the extent that I did, but he had referred uh, and referenced so many work, so many jobs that I was like, I got to give him something. So anyway, um, that's it. Uh, you know, it's, it's a thing that may come up for you or not. It's a good thing to have in your back pocket. Uh, make sure you talk to your client or your past client before making them a reference so that they're aware of it. Uh, and, and just really follow back up, you know, whether you got the job or not and thank them profusely for, for, for being that, you know, it's least you could do. The worst thing you could do is not, not do that. So anyway, I hope that helps. Uh, 
And uh, if you've got any questions, keep them coming. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye for now.